Hey, Bring to the Station. This is your host, Frank Delano here. We're out at the East-West Shrine Bowl game this week where we're sitting down with the top college prospects from around the country as they're showcasing their NFL talents. Enjoy this episode with offensive lineman from the University of Washington, Jackson Kirkland. All right, y'all. We're here with Jackson Kirkland from the University of Washington. Uh, Jackson, first of all, thanks for joining us today. Real quick, you know, we just chopping it up, talking about how we've had crossovers and both Jake Hayner, shout out to Jake, yeah. and uh, just offensive minds between Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb. You know, being the guy that you were at UW, what would you say, and being a captain, what's the number one role of being a captain? Obviously lead the team, but what's the number one trait, I guess I should say? Yeah, I would say, I would say trust because there's so, I, we've all been a part of teams where a guy's just talking. It's always like the same thing, same spiel of a guy talking. Yeah, yeah. I made it a point as a captain, like, are these guys really listening to me? Or, or do, do they hear me? Are they yeah. buying into what it is? That's that's the real aspect is buying in. And so that to that point, I think it's huge that captains need to make relationships with everyone on the team. Totally. If you're a captain, you need to, you're no better than the man next to you. You got to be extremely selfless. And to that point, as a captain, you need to go up to that, whatever, walk-on freshman or guy that thinks he's the bottom of the, of the totem pole. Um, guys that think they don't have a role on the team and make that effort and show them that you genuinely care. Ask them how they're doing, all right. this stuff. Maybe talk to them about your goals for the team, sure. all this. So next time you're up there talking, that guy's like, hey, that Jackson Kirkland guy, like, guys, we need to, like, he's, he's serious about this. He wants it. Right. He's not just saying it to say it. Like, he's not blowing smoke. Like, he cares about this stuff, man. Exactly. So I think you need to convey that one-on-one as much as you can to other guys. It's hard to do it with like, the masses, the huge group, because there's mm-hmm. distractions, all that. But slowly, I guess, planting the seed all around yeah, is I mean, everything. It doesn't happen overnight. And I think – you can't be a captain unless you're respected by your team and earning respect takes time. And I think, you know, I don't know who said it. I don't remember my quotes, but it's hard to be a leader, but it's almost, you know, getting that first follower, genuine follower. Like it's one thing when you're, I'm sure you have a roommate or one of your boys who, Hey, yo, Jackson speaking, like everyone quiet up, like let him talk real quick. But that's one thing. It's the dude who, like, maybe you guys don't come from the exact same hometown or the same background. Maybe you're not in the same position group. Right. Or maybe, like, you like to go to this cafeteria. He likes to go to that cafeteria. He likes to do this on the weekends. He likes to do that on the weekends. And that's one of the beautiful things about football, too, where, like, you literally get, especially college football, like, you get a squad of 100, 110 dudes from every corner of freaking the planet. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, become a family and go win football games. And you either and you played on good teams and bad teams. Yeah, totally. Seen it all. That's for sure. Well, I mean, okay, let's just talk about that. Like, well, like the good teams. What are the traits that those good teams had versus those bad teams? Yeah, the good teams, extremely close. The camaraderie, camaraderie was there. Yeah. Totally. Um, friendships, you can just see it. I mean, the whole the locker room. I care like, about being each other, a, you, you know, when you step in a locker room, like. You just know the vibe. Like totally. it's, it's like a great place to be. Yeah. And not that the bad teams weren't. It wasn't all like doom and gloom. No. But there was disconnect for sure. It, yeah. it starts. We know. It gets like, clicky and stuff. Yeah. Right? And you can. I truly believe that you can only do so much with the X's and O's. Like we can stress that all we want, but if the culture isn't intact and we don't have guys that trust each other and love each other, what are we doing at the end of the day? You know, I had a, 
I had running back Danny Woodhead on the podcast last week, and he talked about the Patriot way in that culture. And, you know, this East West shrine, I know the Patriot staff is involved with the, the game planning um, as well as the Atlanta Falcons. What did you, I mean, what, what would you say if you had to create a culture for a football team, what's the one thing that like in one word it needs to have to win games? Yeah. Um, Cause you mentioned trust, which I think that's one, but and trust. it's that's a hard question, man. That's I kind of put you on the hotspot. Yeah, that. no, you, you did, but no, that is, that is a great question. I would say accountability. Mm. I want guys that know what to do in the situations where no one's watching them, Absolutely. making those decisions that's best for the team. Like I want guys knowing, I guess, the repercussions of. Not that there's like a huge hammer that's like coming down if they like do something wrong. No, Not to live no. in fear, but I want them to put the team first in that point. Like, well, this decision that I make is this is this going to help the team today? Yeah. Like, is this going to bring distractions to the team? Like, I want everyone in that room, I guess, doing things that are going to help elevate the team and win us games. You're getting better, you're getting worse every day. And exactly. You're you're also as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. You can't have those cancers in the locker room. You can't have those guys. You gotta nip that in the bud real quick, and then that's how you have a successful year like you guys have had this this last season. Um, transitioning a little bit, you know, you mentioned like listening to podcasts. I hope you start tapping in to bring the juice more. What's some other pods you listen to? Yeah, we talked about busting with the boys earlier. Definitely <sighs> listen to that. Love um, them. obviously, Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, how can't you? How can't you? I do like the comedians, like Theo Vaughn. Like his, Dude, he's he, out of, he's crazy, bro. He's so, I mean, his little, like, stories, I don't know if he's got to be, I don't know if he's, like, is he serious. Yeah, I, I is he tell. full of it on some, but he's funny, though. I'll give it to him. Um, yeah, those those ones for sure. And then, like, Dr. Jordan Peterson, if I'm mm -hmm. feeling really, like, trying to get in deep or, like, get in deep. serious, yeah, not, like, watching for entertainment, I'm, like, really, you know, <laughs> contemplating a little bit, <laughs> thinking, like, Dude, we talk yeah. all the time. It's the dark place. Sometimes right. you got to go there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, we were, um, we drove up from California today, and I was talking about it. I'm, re I'm starting. I just, I'm like halfway done with the new David Goggins book right mm -hmm. now. Have you read the first Goggins book? No, but I've, I've listened to David Goggins. Like, dude. obviously, know who he is. Yeah. The dude is, the dude's different. Yeah. Man. It's like, it's one of those things, and I think as like athletes, we're so like, I've gone through the ringer. I know what hard stuff is. Blah blah blah. You hear some of the stuff these dudes. I mean, just the Navy SEALs in general. Like, it's so you feel like such just like, dude. Who am I? I got to run a gaster ladder. Like, right, and I, I've been saying that totally. And I like I like the Navy SEALs too. Like, I loved. Love um, I read Lone Survivor. That great book, book. Great movie, obviously yeah. too. Hell of a story. Um, but yeah, us football players like complaining about stuff or acting like we're the it's, biggest and baddest. I'm like, no. dude, like these dudes would like they think what we do is like a warm up, if that, you know. The one thing I will say, and you know, one of the reasons, again, I, I like to talk about bringing the juice is the mindset things is because that transition, and I hope you have a Tom Brady type NFL career. Seriously. I appreciate that. But the once one day, whether you like it or not, even for Tom Brady, football does come to an end. And football is not a sport where you go play, you know, in your local church league, full contact with plays. It's the intensity can't be matched once it's over, it's over. And I'm sure you've been told that a million times. But, you know, one thing that I just, I like reading stuff from the SEALs or talking to athletes is because that same mindset that got you to this level that's going to get you to that next level, it could be applied to just kicking life's ass and freaking attacking things. And, you know, it's all about perspective. Like, you're going to wake up someday, maybe you're a business owner, maybe you're a father or a husband. And yeah. it's like, how do I want to be about things? Right. 
And uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you seem to got your head on your shoulders great. I wish you the absolute best. What do you, uh, I mean, do you have any plans for once football someday down the line's done anything you're aspiring to do? Yeah, definitely. I was a communication major at the University of Washington and I took many classes on public speaking, dove into a little bit of a sports broadcasting, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, little, start a podcast yeah, maybe. Um, courses on that, like just kind of learning about communication, how to talk, like yeah. how to, you know, conduct interviews and such things totally. like that. So really right up your alley, but I need to take some of those classes. <laughs> I'm straight off the cuff. No, you're pretty good at it. I, <laughs> I think you could teach them to be honest with you, hey, but, I appreciate uh, that. but no, I want to at least do the very least sports broadcasting. What would you, like, what would you start a podcast about? If you, I just want to have people on of, I guess, similar to how Rogan does it of all categories. You know what I mean? Full I don't want to make it, um, It'll be dominated. I guess there'll be a theme, but I want to make it unique enough to where you're getting just so many different viewpoints. You know what I mean? All across the freaking me and my dad. I sent my dad a video a couple days ago. Like Rogan had some dude who he studies like extinct species. And I don't know if you saw this one, but like some guy came on and he brought up a story about these German generals were driving over like the Congo and there's like a hundred foot snake and they kept circling back. They were told about this ginormous ass. 100 foot snake. Yeah. And they're circling, but they get a little lower and they take a picture of it. They get a little lower and they get a little lower. And like the third time, the snake snaps and tries to like bite the airplane, bro. And like these dudes are like award winning generals. Like right. they're not going to BS the public about this. Yeah. I mean, why would and you? All their stories line up towards like, what's going on here bro well that's like his uh like his alien oh, like um some of the people you have on i remember we had a guy who got abducted and the story <laughs> was the story was insane i'm not saying the guy is like full of it or not like i won't yeah. but like if you heard like what he's i mean just things yeah. like that and it's yeah cool. totally and cool thing about rogan too and like being in the podcast game like you want to elevate and grow but he doesn't care like he doesn't just have like Elon Musk on. Like, there's people you've never heard of. Yeah. He finds, and it's, it's like, what's this? What is going on? Right. Here, man? Yeah. And I appreciate that, but dude, it took him 13 years or something like that to get to the point where he's at. Like, it doesn't happen overnight to become the next Rogan. And I'm, hey man, I said on the last one, Dave Portnoy, pioneer. Yeah. Barstool sports yeah. pioneer, man. Yeah. Big Go cat. Up. Yeah. Big cat. Put him up on the Mount Rushmore. Right. That, that's a, that's a cool story, too, how they uh, Dude, started out. Yeah. Love them. Barstool's getting a lot of love today, bro. I've, I've been telling all the boys. I was like, you got to yeah. get those stuff. Man. Right. Yeah. That's the dream, man. Beating juice on freaking Barstool sports. We'll see how it goes. Well, I mean, hey, I appreciate you sliding on. We'll be sure to tag you in the gram. Best of luck in this game alone. Best of luck on the rest of the you know, journey of football. And we'll be in touch, brother. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. All right, y'all. Bring juice.